This episode of the podcast is brought to you by pulling the fire alarm in high school when there is no fire. Then when everybody evacuates the building and you are left alone, you can run down the hallway as fast as you can without a teacher yelling, no running in the hall. I wanted to tell you. I love you. Thank you. I'm. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to Roller Credits the Podcast. The only podcast that, you know, makes you call them Ladybird instead of their actual name, which you is the to. Roll the Credits the Podcast. <laughs> I want to be called Ladybird. <laughs> uh, I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And if you haven't, if you weren't able to tell, today we're doing uh, Ladybird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you th- snuck it in, buddy. A24. I wasn't expecting that. You know. Um, I got to do. A good movie after fucking last week. So oh, come on. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Zach, give us the rundown of who's in it. I'll tell us what it's about, and then we can have our discussion. All right. A24 boys back at it. So, Lady Bird came out in 2017, directed by Greta Gerwig. You have Shersha Ronan, who plays Christine slash Lady Bird, because she will only go by Lady Bird. Yeah. You have... Timothy Charlemagne, who plays... We went over this! It's Charlemagne! <laughs> Charlemagne? <laughs> ah. Literally 45 <laughs> seconds ago, you're like, how do you pronounce that? I tell you, and then you still fuck it up. <laughs> I'll get it right eventually. Whatever, his name's Kyle. <laughs> you have Laurie Metcalf, who plays Marion, uh, Lady Bird's mom. Yep. You have Beanie Felderstein, who plays Julie, Lady Bird's best friend. Mm-hmm. You have Tracy Letts, who plays Larry, Lady Bird's father. And then you have Lucas Hedges again, man. Yeah. He's popping up everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a little different in this movie. He ain't so much of an angsty teen. No. He plays Danny. He does. And that's your cast. Yeah, and I mean, this is a classic coming-of-age tale of a girl who is very inclined with, like, art, whether that be theater or music, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Like, she's just really big into, like, the arts, and she feels very stuck in—I think she's in Sacramento— yeah. And she feels very, very, very stuck in Sacramento, California, and she just wants to go out and, like, experience life specifically in, like, the East Coast, like, New York City, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, you know, she, she just really wants to just have, like, a new, like, a change of scene, kind of. And, and you know, she's, like, this young girl who has really high expectations mm-hmm. for herself. And I love this movie. I think it's very, very good. I do too. It it's got like this quirk about it, yeah, and like this cringiness with it, <laughs> but like, like kind of done on purpose. Yeah, like, like it's I supposed mean, to be like the awkward teens. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Is like I'm watching this movie, and one like it hit home a little bit because like you, you know, were also a woman. I was also a woman. You <laughs> are <high> correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to Catholic school, so like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember like a lot of this shit like being taught by like priests and nuns and like having to do mass and everything like that yeah. and like communion and all that stuff and like this is her like going through this but also having kind of like this rebellious side to her yeah and i didn't have that at that point in time when did you start to rebel um like did you have a point where you're like there is no god <laughs> <laughs> i think high school yeah high, like so, i mean that's where lady bird is at this point you, you weren't in catholic school right no i did school. catholic school for kindergarten through fourth grade Oh, and okay. then I went to public school afterwards. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I had just enough where it's like, okay, it's it's drilled into me, and then I was unprepared for public school of like, hey, this is cursing. 
Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> this is yeah. how people actually are. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's really funny. I didn't realize. I thought you were actually like into it later. I thought you were like at least like sixth, seventh grade. No, no. Like by the time that I got to high school, yeah, it became like very much like rebellious. Were silent. you like really religious? Like, did you, like, take it real seriously, like, when you were in that? Not really. It was just kind of, like, one of those things where it's, like, I was brought up that way, so that's all I know. Yeah. So, like, when I got, like, a, like, when I went to public school and I got, like, a little bit more of a free mind of what I want to do. Yeah. Then, like... You're like, I'm ready, I, to, I'm ready to see another man's penis. <laughs> it was like, ah, oh, Satan's cool. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, like, I'm, I'm still Catholic, but I'm not just going to practice it that much. Right, yeah. Like, I still believe, but I don't have to do, like, every fucking thing. Yeah. Sundays, I get to sleep in. Right. That's and, the coolest and, thing. And you can eat meat on Sundays. That was a thing? Yeah. Oh, I still eat meat on Sundays. No, I don't think you're supposed to. Or is it Fridays? Is it Fridays? No, I thought that was just, like, you're before Christmas. Like, Good no, Friday? I don't know. Whatever. We're not. This is not Fat a religion. This is not a religion podcast. <laughs> uh, it, there's religion in this portion, though, just yeah, because yeah. of like Lady Bird. But I almost found myself thinking that this was, it, this could have been like a three part mini series, like a three episode, thirty minute long each, mm-hmm. because the first thirty minutes really dives into. Lady Bird's home life. Yeah. Like, everything about her where it's like, you know, she's in Catholic school, and she has, like, this really weird relationship with her mom that, like, I found the most compelling thing about this film. Yeah, I think that it's... I think that this film excels in how realistic it all feels. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I feel like... Look, I was never a 17-year-old girl, Mm -hmm. um, but... I have a sister and she at some point was a 17 year old teenager and the dynamic between my sister and my mom growing up was very much similar to like this angsty teen who like wants to rebel mostly just that aspect of it because like there really is like this on like underneath it all like you can tell that they love each other so much yeah absolutely you know and like also, like, super passive-aggressive with each other. <laughs> um, it was my Fine, make your own fucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, like, when they're, like, at, like, the thrift store together. Oh, yeah. And that's one like, of my favorite they're, like, scenes. they're, like, talking shit, and they're getting angry, and then they're like, well, what about this one? She's like, oh, my God, that's perfect, and then they're just, like, totally fine. Like, that feels like a real family yeah. that, like, doesn't actually, like, solve their problems, but kind of just gets into an argument, and then, like, doesn't talk for a little while, and then just kind of gets over it. It never actually, like, comes to, like, a solution. Yeah. You know, and like that's like where this movie, I think, really, really, really excels. So continue. Yeah. So part two, like the the second 30 minutes is really about Lady Bird kind of like just diving into theater as like a, a different like program because she wants to like show something on her transcripts to really get into like a good college because yeah. her main dream is to like move away and go to like New York City. Yeah. And go to school there because it's so artsy and like Mm -hmm. she can really like express herself there yeah and you have like the dynamic more of like julie and danny and like the love story kind of unfolding in there yeah and then the third the last 30 minutes brings in like kyle and it all like to me it was kind of weird because like you have this switch of lady bird where like she goes from like this nice like wholesome like theater girl to like this bad girl like smoker like fucking vandalizing nuns cars type thing yeah and i don't know like to me like it felt a little off like to me the pacing 
was weird because this is by no means like a long movie. This is 90 minutes. Like this is easy to get through. Yeah. And I don't know why it just felt so long. (laughs) Really? Like I, I really like I enjoyed this film, but it felt so long. Like it felt like it was a two and a half hour movie. And like I was checking like the time every now and again. And like 20 minutes go by when like you have the whole thing with Danny Mm -hmm. and it's like, Where's what's the rest of the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is this? I don't know. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of disagree a little bit. I, I don't know. I think that this film is actually like very well paced. I don't find this movie like long at all. I I think that um, I don't know. I I kind of understand what you're saying, like with her character as like like that weird like kind of transition. But I also feel like it makes sense because mm-hmm. of who, because of the age group of like what you know where these characters are. Like, she's a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Like, and her trying to impress and become part of like the cool click and whatever, like that happens in high school. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. And she ends up like kind of being a dick to like her best friend who mm-hmm. I really like yeah, her Julie. a lot. Like she's like this, this really like sweet girl who is into her teacher. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I just to me that was kind of weird because I was but it's almost funny. <laughs> it is, but I was almost waiting for like him to be into her too. Yeah. And yeah, I was I'm like, glad they where don't is go this there. movie gonna yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad they don't go there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, she's just like this sweetheart of a like of a friend, and and she tries to be there as much as possible. And like, I don't know, like their relationship feels so genuine. Like mm-hmm. every all the characters and in, in this movie and their relationships with with uh, one another doesn't feel like. It feels like these characters have a past. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like it was written in a script and like this is your starting point. You know what I mean? Like it feels like all of these characters and that how and the home that they all live in and all that is like is really really like lived in. And the mo- like you know Lady Bird and the mom like that feels like a like a real mother daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Lady Bird and her dad feels like a real and I really like the dad a lot too. I do too. Like he's a really nice guy. Like I mean. Like, just the whole backstory with him, too, of, like, losing his job. Yeah. But they don't, like, put it in the forefront of the story. They just kind of, like, leave it in the back. Yeah. And, like, just, again, kind of, like, show the struggle of, like, a teenage girl where it's, like, you know, this happens a lot in times where it's, like, you know, the dad or the mom might lose a job and the the other spouse has to, like, pick up the slack and, like, yeah. really work. And it creates, like, a whole nother dynamic in the household. And I appreciated that where it's like they showcased it in this film, but they didn't end up like putting it like, okay, now we have to like do everything completely different and we have to like change everything because of this. Yeah. It was just kind of like this side story. Yeah. And I love that there wasn't like, like there's so many movies that, that kind of have like that stereotypical pace where it's like, this is your main character. This is, this is their friend or like, yeah, let's just Mm -hmm. say like her and Julie are like, this is your main character. This is your friend. Main character d- goes out, does something. Friend gets mad. They have like their little breakup. They don't talk anymore. And then like they have this like really long like dialogue scene where they're like expressing how they feel and, and whatever. And then and then eventually they end up like rekindling it by the end. And like for me. That kind of happens. It kind of happens, but it's done in like a much better way. Like specifically like with Lady Bird and Danny. Like when you find out that Danny's gay. Yeah, that was that threw me through a loop because like they had like such a pure love to them. Yeah, and then to just like out of nowhere throw it at us. Yeah, 
And then you have like a very heartwarming thing too later on, like when he shows up at like the coffee shop that yeah. she's working at. Yeah. And like he's just bawling his eyes out in front of her and like they hug. Yeah. And like you realize that like she doesn't hate him and like that she actually like they're still going to be friends. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, I don't know, man, this movie's just like so like, like just nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's just such like a sweet film where like instead of like, you know, making it like this big, like, extravagant long thing they pretty much just like nip it right in the butt and they're just like he's gay she accepts him for that they move forward mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like it's such like a it's such a breath of fresh air for like a movie to like kind of just like you know do that and it not be like this big long-winded like side story that like they that you know like kind of feels like shoehorned in or whatever like they just kind of let it be and yeah. I, I found it like just much much more enjoyable i forgot what movie we did that like it had like a story similar to that where it's like you find out that the partner is gay and then like it becomes like this whole big thing yeah i don't that remember. i don't remember either but like yeah. i remember it being like lawn and drawn out for yeah, no yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah i mean Lady Bird as a character i think she's great like yeah the introduction to her when she throws herself out of the car oh it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and then she has the cast on her arm for the entire movie yeah. basically yeah uh and the mother and daughter relationship again, mm-hmm. like is I think is like done so well because like there's it's done really really well, especially like when you get to the end where you realize like how much she is like her mom, mm-hmm. where like you have those really really like nice scenes of the mom driving down and then like a custom ladybird driving down like the same road and they're looking at the same things and and the sunlight is hitting them on the face in the exact same way and all that and it's just like this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This film almost got me. Like, at the end, it almost got me, man. Made you, made you tear up a little bit? Oh, almost. Where? When? Um, mainly, like, at the very, very end. We'll get to it, because I want to talk about, like, Kyle okay. first. Yeah. I hate Kyle Oh, in this but film. Kyle, you're supposed to hate Kyle. I, I because, get it. Because Kyle is, like, he comes off as this, like, cigarette smoking, like, book reading, like, oh, my Poetry. God, he's so intelligent. Like Jim Morrison type Yeah, yeah, thing. like, he's so, he's so interesting, and he's so, like, oh, my God, like, he's so dreamy, and then you meet him, and you're, like, you're just a fucking douchebag who, like, believes in, like, conspiracy theories, and, yeah. like, you actually, like, don't have anything, like, really intelligent to say at all. But he can last longer than me in sex. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It lasts, like, a good, like, ten seconds. Not even. <laughs> yeah. And then that becomes, like, a whole big thing where it's, like, he lied to her yeah. about, like, wanting it to be, like, the first time for both of them. And, yeah, yeah. like, he's just like, yeah, no, I've been with, That's like, sex. six other girls. And she's like, you you don't even, like, remember? Like, she, because she says, like, mm-hmm. he says, like, I don't know, like, maybe five. And she's like, maybe five? Like, you don't even know how many? And he's just like, uh, I don't know. It's like not something that I keep track of. And like, you just feel like, like to her, it was so important. And to him, it's just like another body. Yeah. And it's just like, damn, like it just and hurts kind of. Yeah. And then you have like the weird kind of relationship afterwards where it's like, they're kind of dating, but they're not because of this. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It, again, like it feels all too real of like high school where it's like, okay, like we had sex for the first time. Like then I found out this and now like we're kind of broken up but we're still gonna go to prom together so it's like we're not alone for it yeah i liked um you know like kind of what you're saying about like it feeling all too real is like when uh i don't remember the girl's name but the girl that like ends up going so like ladybird end up ends up like lying about like where she lives mm-hmm. and then her friend like shows up to that door one day and she's just like hey i'm like outside and, and then it kind of like becomes like this reveal like oh like this is my real house like you know whatever and she's like you lied to me and i don't like liars and whatever and she's like are we still friends and she's like well 
you're still dating Kyle, so I guess I'll see you around. And like that is just such like a realistic like yeah. way to like that's a real that. high like a high school type thing <laughs> where it's like yeah. oh you did like this minor lie to me but you don't take the time to really understand why she lied about yeah. it. Yeah. Like I think in that sense like you really find out like who your true friends are with it because yeah. like Julie didn't care where she lived and right. this girl like actually cares even though like it was a lie because she's embarrassed of like what she has. Yeah. So it's like for her to not understand that and then just be like, yeah, whatever. Like yeah. It, it felt real. Yeah. I mean, her and Julie's relationship is like the best. Like, mm-hmm. again, like I said, like you, you really feel like these characters are really, truly best friends. Yeah. And like when they're sitting in the locker room eating the fucking, uh, the, 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 the body of wafers, Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like talking shit, mm-hmm. like just hanging out. And then that one girl's like, you're not supposed to eat the wafers. And they're like, shut the fuck up. Basically. And like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with your weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, like, funny. And I don't know, man. Like, it's just... It's such a lighthearted film. It is. But also, like, gets kind of heavy in, like, yeah. certain aspects. Because, again, like, you have, like, the whole thing of her father's depression, like, with losing the job. Yeah. And then you have, like, this weird kind of thing where it's, like, he goes for an interview and then his son is also going for the, for the interview. same interview. Yeah, which, I mean, like, the son and, like, his girlfriend, I really did not care about. They're, like, they're kind of, like, side characters that don't really matter. But, yeah. like, I guess, like, at the end, when you do get to, to that point where, like, he ends up taking out all the piercings and all that, and he, try to look, he tries to look more, quote-unquote, respectable for a, a normal job, you know, like a desk job, a suit-and-tie type deal. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess it's, it, it kind of makes you be like, all right. Like, yeah, it's a little I, bit of character I, I didn't, development. I didn't hate you. I, I, I don't hate you as much as fucking Kyle. Like, yeah, you know? <laughs> I still hate Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, like you get the the letter in the mail saying that she got accepted into the, the New York City yeah. school. And it becomes, again, like all too real where it's like she just rekindled like this friendship with Julie and she has Danny as a friend and she has like her family back together pretty much. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm leaving to better myself. Mm -hmm. And it almost like, they almost leave it off where it's like, you know, she kind of just has like started new. Yeah. And again, it feels all too real where it's like, you know, you have these friends that like you've been with for like years and years through high school. And you say like, you know, we're never going to leave each other. Like we're always going to be friends. And then one of them, like, heads off to college somewhere. And it's like, maybe you'll see them, like, twice a year. Maybe then you'll end up, like, not even talking to them and, like, run into them, like, years later. And then kind of, like, either rekindle or just be like, oh, wow, like, that used to be my best friend. Yeah, like a friendship that doesn't really, it kind of ends not because of there's bad blood, but just kind of fades away. Just people go on with their lives and, you know, you end up just moving forward and you know that person just ends up not being part of your life anymore yeah and it it was it was one of the points where like i almost teared up because i was like wow like again this feels like all too real to me yeah yeah i get that you know i want to talk about the whole like financial struggle that kind of keeps like getting put up in this film Mm -hmm. because again like what you're saying about how like realistic this movie feels like that aspect of the movie for me feels very very real Mm -hmm. like the mom coming into the room being like, you treat your clothes like garbage. And, you know, you, you, you like, why do you do that? And she's just like, you know, it's my clothes. I don't care. And she's like, do you think that like, like your father just got fired. 
and you treat your clothes like garbage. You, it's not going to last you very long. And then she's like, do you think like, you know, he, I guess like the father had a potential of getting a new, uh, getting a new job. And she's like, do you think that like, they're going to, that they're going to hire him if our family looks like white trash basically. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, damn, like that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. And you know, like, and it, it's, that's like, you know, the whole, the whole like mother daughter dynamic between them is like the mom is very much like a realistic kind of person who is set in her ways about certain things because of the experiences that she has had. And you have Lady Bird, who is this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed girl who doesn't know anything yet, and she just wants to, like, absorb the world, and she wants all of the experiences, you Mm -hmm. know? So you have a woman who's been through so much. I mean, like, one of my favorite scenes in the film is such a small scene, and that's when Lady Bird, I believe it's the scene where Lady Bird is, her mom is yelling at her about like her, her room being a mess and Lady Bird comes in and she's like, she's like, didn't you, like when you were a kid, like didn't you not put your clothes away like even just once and then and then wish that your mom didn't yell at you? And the mom just kind of like sits there for like, a, like there's like that one like pause, like that little beat. Mm-hmm. And she just like looks at her and she goes, my mother was like like an alcoholic, like she was like an abusive alcoholic. And then she just like closes the door, and you and then you kind of realize like the like the generational difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like when you were saying like things that feel ultra real, like for me, like that was very much like something that felt it very very you know like hit home because it's like the way that my father was raised very different from the way that I was raised. My yeah. dad was very much the type that if he got, if something was like, if he did something wrong, he got his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Right. My grandfather back in his day definitely liked his booze and, you know, would hit and beat my father, you know, like hard. And then my dad is like, never really like touched me. You yeah. know what I mean? So like that whole aspect of like this generational difference and like, our generation kind of being the ones that we don't really know what hard times really are. Mm -hmm. And when slight things come into our lives that are inconveniences, we think that the world is ending. You know what I mean? And like, we don't really understand, like we take what we have for granted so much. Yeah. And there is that aspect of Lady Bird where like, her family is like financially struggling to the point where like they, I mean, they never quite get to the point where it's like, Oh, we're going to like lose our house or anything. But it's like, yo, like you really need to take care of your shit because like, we don't have the money to go out and just like go to the mall and buy you like more shit. Like, like I said, they're going to thrift stores. They're going to Goodwills and stuff like that to like buy clothes. And like, it's so important for like the mom to like kind of push out this image of their family that they are like not nearly like as broken or as broke as they really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when Danny comes over and in, or when Danny invites Lady Bird to Thanksgiving, I believe it is at the grandmother's place. Like the first thing that they do is they go out and they want to get like a very, very nice expensive looking dress, but they're going like a goodwill to find it. You know what I mean? It's like, presenting themselves to the world as as not who they really are is so important to the mom mm-hmm. you know and not that i not that i really like identify with that part of it so much i very but like i i understand like the financial struggle apart like when i was a kid like you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. the whole thing of like one parent not being able to work and one parent working and whatever and like it's very similar like with with me in this movie like my dad was very much like 
the like the lighthearted one that like tried to like make everything feel like okay and better even though like the fucking world is crumbling around him and like i love that in this movie that the dad is still like like able to joke around and like still able to like try to have a good time with like the fort like the happy new year's thing they're like out in the middle of the yard doing like the sparklers and all that like and they're even though there are all these problems he's still able to kind of like be like listen those problems aren't going to go away so we might as well just embrace them and just be like you know just like be with our family and just like love each other because like that those issues are not going to like disappear like they're going to be there tomorrow so we might as well just have a good time anyway yeah and i love that exactly like this film really was a a huge mix of like cringy and like awkward and and weird but at the same time like so endearing and so like heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time yeah that like it really pushes forward like how real life is yeah and that's where i found myself like loving this film yeah and i've also thrown myself out of a moving car on a highway so yeah (laughs) (laughs) nah not quite but you know you, you get it you get like the whole like teenage angst and yeah. like you think that you know the world so like the end of the film how did you feel about like the ending like did you feel that like was the point where like i almost teared up because when she actually is in new york city and she gets the notes that her dad slipped in there of like all the things that marion wanted to Say. write to her yeah. but like threw it all out because she just didn't feel like it was going to be right yeah and like i love where you have it like some of them are listed as Dear Christine and some of them are listed as Dear Lady Bird. Yeah. Because, like, her mom is really trying to, like, just on one side show support and on the other side, like, be a mother. Yeah, yeah. And for her, like, that that last phone call after going into church and, like, just calling and leaving the message saying, like, thank you yeah. to her mom, like, that's what really almost got me. Yeah, what gets me is when she drops off at the airport. Yeah, and because like the mom is so mad that she like kind of like disobeyed the fact that the mom doesn't want her to go out to an, like to like one of these like ex- colleges mostly just because of financially it's like we can't afford it mm-hmm. like how you know whatever and and whatever and so she gets so pissed off that she just like lets her like leave without kind of like giving her like any type of real goodbye and then you have like that like that kind of like one long take of her driving around the airport and like getting off the exit and then getting back onto the exit. And she starts like, as she's driving, she starts like breaking down and crying because she realizes that she's like letting her daughter go for the first time. And she's no longer going to be there. But yet she never, she like, she was so pissed off and so like stuck in her own ways that she like let that get in the way of her even like saying goodbye to her own daughter. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she, she drives around, she's crying, whatever. And then she like parks back in, she runs inside and it's already too late. And the dad, you know, the husband like is like, just being you know being him and he's just like you know like it's okay she's gonna like she's gonna be okay she's gonna come back you're gonna see her again but the mom is just like sobbing and it's just like like that like for me like that's where i'm like oh man like this this is hitting like Mm -hmm. you know so definitely an emotional movie yeah absolutely and I love kind of like the douchebag at the party when she goes to New York, like her first. Oh like, yeah, real I know. Party. Where he's like, "Oh, I don't believe in God," and it's like, "Why don't you believe in God?" He's like, uh, Cause "He's like, because it's fucking re- like ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm not that Catholic, but don't be a dick." <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot to love about this movie. Yeah, I think it's really good, and I, I like, like you know, it's like uh, like we said, it's 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's I personally don't find that it, like that it draws out. I think that maybe the first time that I saw it, I may have felt the same way. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm sure if I go back and watch it, like it'd be a little bit different. Yeah. As of right now, I give it eight and a half communion wafers. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, 
Frank, what do you want to recommend? Um, all right. So I have a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, per per this segment of the podcast. Yes. Um, and I would like to recommend. Uh, so I'm a big fan of uh, like supporting local businesses, local whatever, like just creatives and whatnot. Um, so I want to give a shout out to a girl who does like some really awesome, unique things. Um, so her name is Sasha. She has an Etsy called Sasha Botanica. Mm -hmm. And basically like, she's all of like, she's all about like all organic things. Um, and she just makes like really like interesting stuff. Like, um, for like the winter time, she ended up, she ended up making like um, scarves mm-hmm. and like like dye kits, so you could like you get like a a blank scarf, and then she would teach you how to naturally dye these scarves to make a color that you really love out of like plants, right? Um, she makes like little, you know, just like little things. Uh, one of the things that I use uh, is she makes like a like a hair like a hair oil, and I use that as for my beard um, every you have day. A beard? I have a, I have facial hair. I don't know if any well, you, people who don't know us they don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, I do. I have a fairly a fairly big beard. Not I, not, I not shaved all crazy. mine off. Yeah, I know. I noticed that when when you got out of the car today, I was like this fucking woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like oh great, we're inching closer and closer to opposite retin length. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I use it and it's great, you know. And and the thing that I love about Sasha so much is that it's all like super affordable. Like mm-hmm. I use beard, like I used to use beard oils from like other companies, uh, like Kiehl's and Kiehl's, you would get this tiny little, like fucking little, uh, vial. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that, that maybe lasts you maybe a month, mm-hmm. you know? And it costs like 30 bucks or whatever it is. And then Sasha comes out and she's like, Hey, like I, I make this like, like oil. It does just as good. Mm-hmm. It works just as well. Uh, and it's like this giant fucking like thing. And it lasts me like months and it's like literally half the price of the keels. Um, so I highly recommend looking at her stuff. She actually just did this really, really cool thing of, um, uh, she, she actually just made like a book with, uh, another girl. Like, so Sasha again is like, it's like all organic stuff. So like now that like fall and winter are coming, they made like a, like a recipe book for like, uh, you know, things to make for like this season. So like winter stuff. So like whatever I have, I haven't gotten it yet. So I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm very excited. And then she like worked with this girl who's like a photographer, like in a different state. And they like came together and like printed out this like beautiful book. Um, and she does a lot of stuff with like women who struggle with like postpartum depression. Uh, she makes like things just, she's just a really, really awesome uh, girl. Uh, and I think that the stuff that she makes is important mm-hmm. and also just great and cool. Um, so her Etsy again is called Sasha Botanica. Uh, and, uh, I highly recommend looking at her stuff and if you can reach out and, you know, buy something, support her because she makes some really cool things. Cool. So that's a, that was my recommendation. Zach. Thank you, Frank. What are we doing next? Well, Frank, uh, December is rolling around. Yes. It is time once again for Falalala Films. Yep. Uh, last year you did not participate once. And I don't. I don't plan on it again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I have like I, I have at least a little bit. I have enough to get us through December. All right. Um, so Die Hard was taken last we year. We did that last yeah, year. Yeah, that was the best Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But but we have another weird, obscure Christmas movie that you have not seen that I have mentioned before. 
So we are going to be doing Gremlins. I didn't realize that was a Christmas film. It is. <laughs> it takes place on Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. No one can take that away from me. Is it good? It's all right. Oh, why are we doing this? It's holidays. <laughs> Follow all the films, man. But, like, can't we do like a good holiday film? Well, I'm like, building to it. Like, I have Home Alone. You know what I haven't seen actually that mm. uh, I almost got like fucking punched in the face for the other day? <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. It's National Lampoon's something, Christmas something. Mm-hmm. It's some Christmas National Lampoon's film, but apparently it's like really good. I've never seen it. I've actually never seen any of the National Lampoon films. I've seen a couple of them. I, I, I don't know. Chevy Chase is like okay for me. He's all right. Eh, whatever. I like him from Community. I never saw Community. Oh, you bitch. Yeah, I don't watch TV shows. Yeah, I know. I but I did watch The Queen's Gambit, and that shit's fucking great. Yeah, you mentioned that I know, already. I, on know, the last. I know, but I want to mention it again. It's okay. really fucking <laughs> this good. Is my... At this time, I, I've, I've, I've officially finished it, and I will say it's incredible. It's worth and it. I highly recommend watching it because, again, I have never been so enthralled and so, like, I can't believe that I am this interested in this intensely, like, cheering for a fucking chess game. Like, it's amazing. Please, Zach, watch it. Okay. And I would like to talk to you about it. I would like... You don't get a recommendation I, I, next I'm not week recommend- now. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm re-recommending something I've already recommended, so that means I cancel out any recommendation that I'm allowed to have. That's the rules that we just but set in place. I would really, really love for you to watch it and mm-hmm. then us have a, a, a podcast episode about The Queen's Gambit. Okay. Because, again, it's like seven episodes. They're like an hour each. So, I mean, over the course of a week, you could probably finish it. Um, and I, I would really actually like to like to discuss it. Okay. Um, I think it's worth. I think it's worth a discussion. We can do that. Um, maybe, maybe we can also like start doing like little mini series and stuff. Yeah, I I mentioned that, but like it's it's hard for like mini series because it's yeah. like you have to find like the perfect amount of a mini series exactly. Otherwise, it's just too long. Yeah, but I think uh, the Queen's Gambit is definitely worth an episode. Uh, right. to talk about so maybe we'll do that um all right zach so we're doing gremlins nice. uh sounds <laughs> sounds riveting and yeah follow all the films we're building to more holiday stuff yeah so only on zach end only yeah on zach's end. yeah i gotta pick up the pieces for this again don't i <laughs> <laughs> all right zach uh take us out all right guys thank you for listening now frank i'm like keith richards i'm just happy to be anywhere <laughs>